Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello and welcome to the Movie Council podcast, where each and every week the Movie Council brings you the latest news, reviews, and deep dives into our favorite films. And joining me tonight is the Movie Council's daddy, Dan Sherry. Bonsoir. (laughs) And the smooth-talking southern gentleman, Marky Bondurant. Yes, sir. Um, and we're short one. I, I I buried that lead last week, but um, the CEO is missing in action again. He's been sick under the weather, mm-hmm. etc. So he's not joining us. But the three yeah, of us will sick of doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> so the three of us will forge ahead. And um, tonight we have a pretty cool episode. Uh, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna catch up again on a 2022 film, and that is the menu. We're gonna review that. It's now um, showing on HBO Max, and we're going to talk about a little award show that happened this week or last week since we released these episodes on Mondays, um, the Golden Globes. So we'll recap that and we'll get into the menu. But before we do all that, go around, see how everyone's doing, check the temp. Marky, what's happening, bro? Not much, man. Um did a little bit of traveling this week, you know, hopped on an airplane, so I got to see some of those airplane movies that don't hit the streamers as quickly as the other shit. So I got to see that movie smile. Oh Um, yeah. That was quite fucking creepy. If you ever watched or were into the movie, the ring, I felt like it, it made me feel like I did when I watched that movie for the first time when I was a young man, which scared the shit out of me. I was on an airplane with a bunch of people. Granted, it was a, a night flight and it was dark, but it, it, it had perfect jump scares and mm-hmm. just that classic kind of not feel good, creepy, creepy horror movie. It was nice. Yeah. It was almost like an homage to the early 2000s. Right. I can tell you, I was, I, I was into the ring while I was watching it until I wasn't. That's okay. how I felt. That's how I felt about that movie. Interesting. It had, it had me for a while, and then it lost me. But the, the concept was cool. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but I am interested in Smile. I know there was that that crazy like marketing campaign they had. Mm-hmm. People right. were showing up at like sports stadiums. Smiling. Oh, yeah. Dude, thinking yeah, back on that marketing campaign, I've forgotten about that. Thinking back yeah. on that campaign now, uh, mm-hmm. a makes a lot of it makes more sense. Like, yeah it's not just the name of the movie and it's creepy. Like it is something to do with the plot. Um, it's good to have context. Right. No, it was good. So yeah, that's how I'm doing. I'm still kind of freaked out about the smile. Uh, <laughs> not, not sleeping very well, but uh, yeah, it's been good. That's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, how you doing, man? Uh, you know, not too bad. Uh, been, been, been trying to turn over a, a new leaf this week and, uh, uh, I've been like going for walks every day, and finally, finally, stop being lazy and trying to lose some goddamn weight. Finally, there you go. But you know, I actually feel good once you actually start doing it. 
it gets easier to do. Right. It, that's the problem is actually fucking starting to do it. And I finally started. So now it's just, you know, you know, a little, little easier each day to actually yeah. kind of get some exercise in and try and lose this goddamn weight. Hell yeah, man. Good on you. Yeah. And cool. walking is one of the, in my opinion, the best way to do it. I mean, get out and get some fresh air. It's not mm-hmm. overexerting. Um, yeah. Gets you out there a little bit. You might see some neighbors that you're not normally used to talking to, that kind of thing. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, but that was going well. Uh, if anyone else has any advice on walking, you know what? They could send it to me. At our our email where, where, address, yeah. Where where can they where can they find us, Dan? Yeah, they they can send that to moviecouncilpod at gmail dot com, or you can hit us up on social media. We're on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We can be found at moviecouncilpod. Thanks. Terrific. As for myself, very busy week at work, um, and now I have a long weekend because I'm a banker, and that's you know that's what we get almost every month, mm-hmm. some sort of long Fucking weekend with, hours. with a legal holiday. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just chugging along, and uh, I can't wait to talk about, uh, especially the menu actually tonight. Mm. Yeah, believe, menu, it, believe it or not. Good. Um, so <laughs> there, was, there gonna, are some not, things. I'm not going to be. Movie. I'm not going to be skewering this one. That's cool. <laughs> what? There's some things I sure? want to ask you guys about as soon as I got done watching it. I was like, nope, I gotta wait. Oh, wait until the show. Yeah, yeah. So I have a I have a lot to say about this one. But anyway, I'm looking forward to it. But I think before we do that, you know, does anyone does anyone have anything newsworthy they wanted to bring um, to light? Not necessarily anything in the news. Maybe DP's got an update for us on Jeremy Renner's uh, health. I don't know if. Yeah, you've nah, talked to Jeremy the, recently, it, DP. Yeah, uh, last time I texted him, he it was still kind of the same, you know, like, oh, I'm getting better, I should be out of here soon, you know. That's good, but yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't have any news. Thank you for the update, DP. Um, I don't have any news, but I did see they have you guys heard this? They're remaking the 1989 movie Roadhouse. Yeah, they've okay. been talking about this for a while. Is it finally happening? It is. Have nice. you heard who's starring in it? The, the two not recently. Now there's been some images. I don't know if it's a poster or there was a poster, but there's been some images that have come out. All right, so Jake Gyllenhaal, he's in it. I'm really? guessing. I'm guessing he's going to be Patrick Swayze's character. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy that's been all over. He's actually number two on the bill, and he's his face is side by side with Jake Gyllenhaal's on the poster. Is Conor McGregor. <laughs> Ah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I'm not surprised because the last time I heard about them remaking it, uh, God, this had to be like four or five years ago. It really? was uh, Ronda Rousey who's oh, going to play right. the Patrick Swayze role. So, yeah, are they, are they, have they attached a director to this thing yet? Mm. Probably fucking Michael Bay. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> you know what? Uh, um, I, I always, I always, always it's curious Miramax, about- so it's probably Kevin Smith. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always curious when they, you know, when they kind of pull these um these remakes or whatever out of uh, reboots, whatever you want to right. call it, out of the woodwork, and you're like, who who wanted to jump on that? Who who was raising their hand? To, like, right. That thing? So right. The director, according to IMDb, is Doug Lyman. 
Oh, really? I actually like Doug Lyman. He's pretty he, fucking good. Yeah, he directed Swingers. Yeah, oh, did he? he okay. did that movie Go with uh, like Jay Moore and. Uh, oh yeah, he did yeah. do Go, right? Yeah, I like that movie. That's, that's, that's interesting. Good. Yeah. yeah, Go was cool. I don't yeah. know. Go Go came out around that time. I don't know if you guys know that. I used to work at Blockbuster. Video. Wait, what? <laughs> Go was in that range. Oh there was shit! A lot, of, was a lot of movies like Go during that time. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. With the you rave, you know, remember when the rave raves were popular in movies? Oh yeah, big time. You know, it was like a whole thing. He's mostly done sci-fi, but he he did Edge of Tomorrow. He did American Made with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. He did Jumper. That was a fun, oh, he did Edge cheesy... of Tomorrow. Yeah, oh, I forgot. Yeah, he did that Mr. and Mrs. Smith awesome. with Brad Smith or Brad Pitt. Uh, he did the Born Identity. Uh huh. Jesus Christ! This yeah, guy's then there's a... Swingers and Go. He's done some shit. Um, what's it says? So, so, so capable hands, I would say. This right, right. Sure, remake right. is in. Dude, he's he's in line to do the next. Well, I, it makes sense, and I I'm glad he is. He's in line to do the next Edge of Tomorrow. Live, die, repeat, and repeat is what is the working title. Oh, right? oh nice. really? <laughs> is 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 Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt reprising um, their roles? Let me click on it and see if it's got anything. It oh, I'm says sorry. They this, are, yeah. This this is not what I thought it was. On this IMDb. Is, it oh, it is. Say they are right. It is. That's mm-hmm. terrific. That's terrific. yeah. Tom Cruise and my butt. Nice. nice. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited when the two leads come back for something like that. That's yes, always and good. That yeah. movie... if the leads don't come back, you end up with shit like fucking Speed Two Cruise Control. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, oh yeah. If you don't get the two leads back, you're yeah. like, just, just, just. You know what? This is just a cash grab. Just dump it. <laughs> just dump it, guys. <laughs> Seem to even remember like a, just like a quote, like a one, a one line in Speed Two that just is supposed to like, re, you know, make sense of why Keanu is not there. It's just like, "Where's your man? We broke up. All right, moving along." Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that solves that solves that. <laughs> At least they had Sandy Bullock though, you know. Mm-hmm. That it did. <laughs> All right, uh, do you guys have any anything else worth worth uh, bringing up news wise, uh, or do you want to just jump into? Uh, you know, well, I got one more, uh, one other movie that'll be coming out, uh, at least somewhat soon ish. Uh, it's a movie. Well, the, the first one is one we discussed here on the podcast. I fucking loved it. I picked it for AJ. AJ, yeah, less than lukewarm on it. But uh, the movie, it was on Netflix starring Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell, Code Eight. It was just kind of like a sci fi superhero esque movie. Uh, I fucking loved it. And apparently, it did such good numbers on Netflix that uh, Netflix actually fucking bought the rights to the movie and have already shot, produced, and got ready to go Code 8 Part 2. Nice. But Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell are back. It's just a matter of when they end up putting it up on. Uh, uh, on Netflix, we haven't they haven't put out a date yet, but uh, I heard Stephen Amell on a podcast uh, like a week ago, and yeah, it, the movie's done, and nice. yeah, should should be on Netflix at uh, some point this year. So I'm excited. I I fucking really like Code Eight. That was the one where they had superpowers and they were ranked by like how powerful they were, right? Yeah, like the yeah, fire like superpowers and- were banned but they were using them to yeah. like do construction you know, and construction shit. jobs <laughs> yeah. and shit yeah, yeah that was, that was a interesting one yeah i remember when we talked about it uh one of the things that 
um, I found interesting was kind of like just the the world, like the lore that they built in that movie. Mm-hmm. Of these, you know, because X Men's kind of all over that shit. I mean, we went into detail. There's a whole episode we did on that movie, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, mm-hmm. sometime, sometime this year, we'll see that up on yeah, uh, the Netflix. So. But yeah, that, that's the only other one I got. All, all right. right. So look out for Roadhouse remake <laughs> and uh and code uh code two. eight part two nice. yeah yeah terrific aj sounds excited which apparently yeah. that's all they're going to be calling it to is like code eight part two not code nine. not code yeah. nine right that's exactly i'm like why not call it code nine but no code yeah, eight you guys part should be two. in show business <laughs> so all right all right. Well, this the the our first topic is actually you know a news item. The Golden Book Awards uh, mm-hmm. aired recently, and uh, here's some other news. I have I didn't watch it, but <laughs> really, I, I I do know who won and everything, but I didn't watch the actual show. So I'll rely on you guys to tell me if the show was any good. But I know Gerard Carmichael hosted, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know much else about the show. It's usually hit or miss for me. The Golden Globe's the actual show itself. But, you know, I know, you know, Ricky Gervais has hosted and Tina Fey and yeah. Amy Poehler, I think. You know, they've had like a vast array of comedians and whatnot host that. It's usually a comedian hosting yeah. it. But Gerard Carmichael. So I don't know Ooh, how good you guys can tell me. Apparently, well, well I'll, I'll tell you this. I fucking miss Ricky Gervais. Jesus Christ. That is the one thing about the Golden Globes. It used to be the one where, like, everyone, like, they serve alcohol there. So, like, everyone's mm. fucking drinking. They're all loosey goosey. And Ricky Gervais goes out and fucking roasts the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, and do, and doesn't give year. a shit. Yeah. Yeah, this year is a lot more ass kissing going on, and yeah, interesting. Man. That's all um, right. But does does anybody want to jump in with like their thoughts on the 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 winners or thoughts on the the show itself? Well, let me jump in here real quick um, mm-hmm. and and break it to you because I too did not watch the Golden Globes. <laughs> and Hey-o. not only did I not watch the Golden Globes. But I have no idea who won anything. <laughs> so I, I, I have I have it up on my I have it up here uh, from the Hollywood Reporter, full list of winners. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the whole winner. list myself. Um, yep, the big winners were the for best motion picture drama was the Fablemans, mm-hmm. Spielberg film, um, and the best and the best motion picture for musical comedy was the Banshees of Inner Sharon. Hell yeah! So, there you go. I, I'll say this: so best picture drama, right? The Fablemans wins. Uh, the other nominees were Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, which yeah, I think we all agree should not have been right. nominated, uh, Tar, which I haven't seen, and Top Gun Maverick, which, okay. I mean, to me should have won. But then, you know, you go to uh, Best Picture Musical or Comedy, where Banshees won, and I can't really argue against Banshees. I will say Everything Everywhere All at Once deserves an award. But my thought on this, though, is... So Banshees is kind of funny, but uh-huh. would you really call it a comedy? I think you could call Banshees a drama just as easy as you could call Elvis a comedy. I mean, a musical. Right. So why not make Elvis a fucking musical, put Banshees in the drama category, and then boom, Banshees wins that. 
Right. Everything everywhere wins musical or comedy and and daddy's happy. And that's really all I care about with these awards is making me happy. Well, I tell you the Golden <laughs> the Golden Globes is the only award show, correct me if I'm wrong, where they split this thing up between drama and yes. musical comedy. And, and you know, I I don't know how I feel about that. I guess it gets more it gets more films um nominated but mm-hmm. the, the oscars do 10 best pictures but but only yeah. one winner there here we right. have two winners at least i guess yeah and and, uh, and that's, that's what something. It, to me what it seems is like they just want to have more than one winner so why not switch them up let banshees win for drama and you know everything win for musical comedy but there were parts of banshees that i was cackling during yeah oh, this is <laughs> really fucking funny shit but man. i, I do agree damn. With um with DP, I mean it's you could describe the movie just as much it's just as much a drama as it is a comedy, mm-hmm. um and well shit same thing for uh, everything everywhere I mean it's just as much a sci-fi as it is a drama as it is a comedy I've yeah. never seen the Fableman but I bet there's some attempt at humor in that movie but right? I I don't think Elvis is necessarily a musical because it's it's not really a musical it's a music right. biopic. It yeah, balls. but they play lots of music. They in play it. music. It's in as it, much of a musical music as Banshees is a comedy. You know, right? So, I suppose. Uh, again, I everything's think, very loose. I always feel like, yeah, I always feel like yeah. they're reaching sometimes with these. They just want right. to. They just want to get ten, ten, the ten, what they think the ten best movies are, and split them up mm-hmm. five and five in these two categories. And exactly, you know, they just did the best they could with this, and you know. There were a lot of good films nominated, or actually some I haven't mm-hmm. seen, so I can't I can't say that. I haven't seen the Fablemans or Tar, mm-hmm. you know, or the Avatar, but I never will see Avatar. I haven't so, seen um or Babylon, Babylon but or Triangle. Holy shit, is that getting like bashed? Have you guys seen the reviews for Babylon? I have, I have yeah. Yeah, it, it's not good. It's, it's like rough. 57% last time I looked. And oh, like wow. The, uh, the Audience score was even lower, like uh oh fifty-four percent. I'm sorry, and the audience is fifty-one percent. So yeah, nobody yeah, likes it is getting shat on. Usually, <laughs> usually whenever they make a movie about Hollywood, it's just nothing right? but circle jerks. Yeah. Especially when it's Damien Chazelle, like, oh boy, they fucking jerk off all over each other for his shit. So what else is he uh, I'm surprised. Uh La La Land. Oh, right. Yeah. So and since some of the acting awards, Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. won Best Actress. I guess she's been winning all over yeah. the place. Yeah, that was to be expected, are. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, by the way, Ana de Armas was nominated for Blonde. Yes. Uh, anyway, yeah. and well, then Best a, Best, a, a, best But then Austin Butler won for Elvis, the Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah, know did. over. So yeah, so so Best Actress Drama, Kate Blanchett won for Tar. Uh, she beat out Olivia Coleman, Viola Davis, Anna de Armas, and uh, Michelle Williams. Uh, Austin Butler, Best Actor Drama, beat out Brendan Fraser. Uh, Hugh Jackman, Bill Nighy, yeah. and uh, Jeremy Pope. So, um, I think Austin Butler was good in that movie. The movie yeah, wasn't. But the movie was. wasn't good, so... and Hanks was, was, was horrible in that whole mm-hmm. Fat suit they put on his whatever they did to his face like that whole yeah thing was oh. terrible. Which, which by the way, have you guys seen the trailers for the new Tom Hanks movie coming out? It's called like uh, a man called Otto or something to that effect. 
Um, I've only seen like little. I haven't seen a full trailer. I've yeah. just kind of stayed away from uh, it. Uh, the, the trailer I've seen. I know Tom Hanks doesn't look good in this. I know he just seems very, very much like he's acting. And I don't mm. know if it's because we've seen too much Tom Hanks over the years or something, but from this trailer, he doesn't seem convincing at all. Like the same as he was here in fucking uh, Elvis. Like it looked like Tom Hanks acting in a fat suit. Like it, mm. I, at no point did I think, oh, that's the fucking guy that discovered Elvis. It was, oh, why is Tom Hanks in a fat suit? Yeah. So, but yeah, he seems to be doing the same thing again with this new movie. Uh, maybe it's better. I haven't seen the whole thing. I just seen the trailer. But or maybe he's just a fucking sellout now, right? Maybe he just <laughs> fucking gave up. He fucking saw his horrible son Chet Hanks and just fucking gave up on life. <laughs> he gave what? up on life, didn't you? <laughs> get out of the street, you fucking bum. <laughs> so remind me, the... real quick, who who did Austin Butler beat? What were some of the other names you mentioned? Uh, oh, so yeah, Brendan yeah. Fraser for the whale. Right, I heard uh, that that was real, uh, that was supposed to be powerful. People were like. 10 minute ovations and shit with him right uh, yeah but uh, but again that's another one that's not really doing great right uh right i guess critics, it, so. i guess at venice yeah. when it premiered was a venice yeah, yeah they gave it a standing oh but yeah it has not been reviewed well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh then hugh jackman for the sun which i'm not familiar that with. was what i wanted to ask what movie was he in yeah the sun i haven't even heard of that yeah yeah it's Bill like Nighy for living and jeremy pope for the inspection so. Two others I don't know. Three movies yeah, I don't know. The about. inspection's a military film, I think. Hmm. Okay. So. And then, the, and then the um, acting performances for the musical comedy. So you guys are gonna yeah. want to hear this because Michelle Yeoh won for Yo. Sorry, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle won for Yeoh. Everything, Everything everywhere. everywhere, all at once. Oh, she yeah. beat. She beat out. Listen to this. Leslie Manville. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. I don't know what that is. Margot mm-hmm. Robbie in Babylon. Anya Taylor Joy for the menu. Okay. And mm-hmm. Emma Thompson, good luck to you, Leo Grant. Right. So, okay. so two things about that. One, uh, so Emma Thompson, uh, we know, goes full frontal in that, thanks to TW. And mm. two, especially after tonight, how the fuck is the menu musical or comedy? Right. Was there anything funny about that movie? That was like a fucking I, horror movie. Well, I don't, gonna, how is that a comedy? I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that, by the way. So we'll, okay. we'll talk. So we'll, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I do. I think we need to discuss that because yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> really? Yeah. But good. Good for Michelle Yeoh. I mean, she was fantastic and everything mm-hmm. everywhere. I totally agree. Sixty years old, finally fucking wins. An she award. she looks fantastic. Right. I'm. Fuck yeah, she's sixty. And but then dude, yeah. she's been in Hollywood for 40 years and finally fucking gets a like a major award and so well deserved. I'm so so I did I did hear this, DP. You watched it, so you can tell me. Um mm-hmm. I heard somewhere that the the when she was giving her speech, the music cut on and she told the music to stop or something. Is that true? Yes. Awesome. And, and that was like at the beginning of the night, too. So they actually did just kind of let her go. Mm-hmm. Um by the end of the night, they were so far behind, they were cutting everybody off. Like everybody would say two words and the fucking music would come on That's like funny. that. <laughs> and so yeah, everyone kept getting cut off by the end. But yeah, they actually did let Michelle Yo talk for a few minutes because well, at least no, she's earned least, it. Right. At least nobody got slapped in the mouth. All right. Yeah. All right. Quick. <laughs> Although quick people did make jokes about that. Did they? <laughs> yeah. 
Quick interjection. Or a couple of Will Smith jokes. When when is the Oscars? Uh, it's usually April or whatever, right? February, April, uh, somewhere in there. I don't so I was thinking, is, is is it April? Has it already been almost a year since the Will Smith slap? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's wild. Uh, so yeah, March twenty seventh they oh, aired last year. So and it's March twelfth this year. March the twelfth. My God, so, it's been that long oh, since he slapped yeah. him. <laughs> Another quick interjection: Was Will Smith at the Golden Globes? Is he allowed to any award ceremony? Because he had that he's emancipation. Just, uh, he's movie. just banned from the Oscars. Okay. Yeah. Was he? At but Golden he Globes? wasn't there. Or at least they didn't. Show, if he was there, they didn't show him. So. Okay. Because he had that emancipation movie. That yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard that's. In. I heard that sucked. I mean, it doesn't look good just by the poster. I haven't even watched a trailer. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it. So. But it seemed like a uh, an award award grab type of movie, right? Mm-hmm. Released at the end. Big um, time Oscar bait, yeah. Oscar bait, yeah. So, And then finally, the um, we don't have to break down every single award, but the best mm-hmm. actor in musical comedy was won by Colin Farrell for The Banshee's Venice Sharon. Nice. Uh, other, yeah. nominee, other nominees were Diego Calva for Babylon, Daniel Craig for Glass Onion, Adam Driver for White Noise, which is a Netflix film. I think that's Noah Baumbach. If I'm not mistaken. I've been uh, Adam Driver's in it, so most likely, yeah. And then, and, the, and, and then, um, and then Ray Fines for the menu. Nice. Yeah. So two acting nominations for the menu, which is cool. We're going to be talking about that later. But I think Colin Farrell was the clear front runner here anyway, and um, there was not much of a surprise here that he won this. Yeah, and he, well, he and well absolutely deserved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was so goddamn good in Banshees. Yeah. Um, like uh, uh, Brendan, a Brendan Gleeson, uh, nominated for best supporting actor, didn't win, but again, I'm okay with that because Ki Hyu Kwan nice. won for Everything Everywhere. So again, very well deserved. Yeah, lots um, of nominees for for Banshees. Uh, Kerry Condon got mm-hmm. a nomination for supporting, yeah. and yeah. So did so, I actually Barry Keoghan did as well. So yeah, a lot of nominated. I mean the the front the, the the cast was basically, you know the the the, the two leads and then the, the two main supportings and then, all got you know, nomination, mm-hmm. all nominated and then um, you know the rest of the cast was was freaking awesome too. But you know yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and all deserved it. And by the way, one more thing. I know R R R didn't win best motion picture non English. Oh, actually, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, so, my, but Argentina 1985. Never heard of it. Right. Now I'm going to go watch All it. All Quiet on the Western Front doesn't win. RRR doesn't win. Decision to Leave doesn't win. This no, fucking that, Argentina 1985. Decision to Leave, I, I loved. I absolutely loved this. Yeah. Um, but RRR did win Best Song, mm-hmm. which nice. I'm very happy about. Yeah. And again, someone that got really fucking rudely cut off by the music during the thing. He was up there trying so hard to fucking thank everyone, but clearly, like, English is his second language, so it's taking him a little longer to get everything out, and boy, they fucking, they cut him off and just kept turning the volume up on the music as he tried to talk over it. Wow. (laughs) It was pretty awful. Rude. Couple other things, Marky. Uh, Martin McDonough won for best screenplay. Yes, nice. well deserved. Yes. and Spiel- Spielberg won the best director award. Yeah. with his bullshit. The Daniels deserved that. I agree. With, his, with his film winning best picture, 
um i think that became sort of obvious that yeah. that may happen but then then the tv awards came in and my boys that that made house of the dragon must have been really happy because that's a great freaking show and it won best tv series but this is a movie podcast anyway i digress house of the dragon watch it mm-hmm. but so i didn't see the words but yeah. I, I think i think some of the stuff was was pretty clear um like who the front runners were and who was going to win some of this stuff, but it was cool to see um, some of the films we've all seen because we've all watched a lot of 2022 films right. and to see them sort of, you know, um, get recognized or, or get snubbed or whatever, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's just more impactful this time around because all of us have watched so many films from 2022. So, I will say too, as a big fan, I think, uh, Kihu Kwan, I definitely noticed. I, I think uh, Michelle Yeoh did as well. But they all had the little googly eyes, like stuck Fun. to their fucking tuxedos, dresses, whatever. They all had little googly eyes taped to themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I remember you mentioned you texted us that, and then I, I did see a yeah. picture of Ki with uh, as a like a lapel pin on his tuxedo. Yeah. He yeah, had the googly eye. Perfect. So I wanted to ask you that since you watched the show, mm-hmm. was there anything else? Um, during the entire show that kind of stood out those uh memorable that you would say was something that we need to know about nothing at all it was one of the i don't know most boring fucking ones in quite a while okay. uh, I, I mean again i think part of it too is obviously um the hollywood foreign press association is desperately trying to rehab their image um yeah. like it wasn't even aired last year because you know, everyone's all pissed off at Hollywood Foreign Press for uh, apparently, like, they accept money to, to give awards and shit. Uh, like, no one in their entire fa- Hollywood Foreign Press uh, was anything but white. So, you know, people were claiming that they were racist and, you know, full of shit. So uh, they they've had a rough couple of years, and so this is the, now that they're on the air again this year, they're really trying to just you know play it right down the fucking middle, and they did exactly that. Yeah, you know? gotcha. It was boring. The, Nothing happened. Fucking Gerard Carmichael, very very forgettable. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him before. He's a funny dude, but he didn't say anything funny all night. He didn't really do anything. It was, yeah, very, very boring. And yeah, uh, again, I think it's just because the Hollywood Foreign Press was desperate to rehab their image. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's, I mean, he is a comedian, so they probably gave him instruction like, hey, listen, like, if you want to get paid, this is how we want yeah. it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had his marching orders. Yeah, so... That's all right. Well, I mean, that that was the Golden Globes. Next up is the Oscars in a couple months. And for me, that's always appointment viewing. I don't know if you guys watch the Oscars every year. I generally do. Regardless, I I do. I get out my Oscar scorecard. I start checking the things off. I'm into it. Okay. I'm I'm really into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's appointment viewing for me. I have to see it. Uh, I'm there for it. I might take the Monday off sometimes just to, you know, because I want to throw back a couple of drinks or something, you know. Uh, but yeah, so I'll look forward to that. And I'm always, I'm always curious, you know, this these sets of five films for each category, 
you know, which of them, which of them actually make it to the Oscars? Because uh, there is obviously plenty of overlap in the nominations, but right. there's always some surprises and some new, you know, yeah. some other nominees that get make their way in there. You so, know, it'd be nice is if um, if like if we had someone in the movie council that like like tracked all of like the local film critics awards and all, all those smaller award shows and kind Dan, of track we, to we, who... Dan, we do. What? We do. <laughs> oh, that's you have right. Yeah, I forgot he was even on the show. It's been so long. <laughs> Damn. It's been a while. It's been a while. I love event. little children. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that one. I love little children. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> there he is. That, that's that's the Tim we all know and love. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. Yeah, he keeps track we'll of all you, these random. We'll play it out. Fuck it, we'll <laughs> do it live. Sorry. <laughs> All those random award shows, he keeps his ear to those things and lets us know mm. what's building steam and what's coming up. He could have told us that the Fableman, I mean, I think that was, you know, anytime Spielberg makes something, you know, it's going to get some awards. So, but he, yeah, I do want to yeah. actually see the Fablemans. Like, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I do. I like Spielberg. I, I think he's fucking done some good shit. So, I do too. As much as I don't, like I wanted to see, you know, everything everywhere win and you know, shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna shit on the Fablemans. But isn't the I, I'll wait till I see it before I shit on it. Right, right. I can't talk shit about it. I haven't seen it, but Fablemans is an is another Hollywood story, right? It's like about yes. old directors and it's directors mm-hmm. playing old directors. So Yeah. Again, it, it's a movie about making movies. Right. Which, yeah, of course, fucking people in Hollywood love. So, which I'm surprised Babylon is getting shit on so hard. Like, what did they do? I think from um, shit I've heard is as much as it seems like it's a movie about, like, you know, the glory days, the golden age of Hollywood, it's more of a like fucking scathing review of everything that hollywood used to be and mm. you know it, it it shits on hollywood as much as it fucking praises the you know the art of filmmaking so but again haven't seen it can't say for sure but right. that's what I, that's what i understand at least okay all right guys so all right i think that that should wrap up our Award, yeah. awards conversation for the evening um you know the, the show itself sucked but i think the award the awards were were, were you know well uh well earned by those that received yeah, them for, for, for the, the most, most part. part for the yeah, most part. exactly now let's move on to our movie review dum, 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 insert sound effect right. that is kind of cool right there put a note in put a pin in there. okay here it is uh we're gonna talk about sucks that one's not gonna work but (laughs) that's a good bookmark that's a good bookmark um let's talk about the uh uh the 2022 film the menu starring ray fines anya taylor joy 
and an assortment of other um actors that are more like um le like lesser known like Reed Burney and Janet McTeer and Nicholas Hoult and um mm -hmm. but I don't think Nicholas Holt would be lesser known, but not lesser known, but what I mean, what never mind. Don't don't argue with me, Marky. Okay, a, sorry, a little ahead. lesser known than Anya Taylor Joy, maybe. You know? Right. And definitely lesser known than Judith Light of Judith Growing Light. Pains yes, fame. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh basically the menu is about um this restaurant on this island, this like where you, you have to be like really it's very prestigious and it's this famous chef and his team cooking up this menu for you. And you have to probably be on this long waiting list and have a lot of money, obviously. And it's a bunch of rich assholes that go there to experience this. And uh, two of the people that show up are played by Nicholas Holt and, um, and Anya Taylor-Joy. And they're conceivably a couple, like they're, they they come off as a couple. And Nicholas Holt plays this like super foodie type, and you're sort of like seeing it from Anya Taylor Joy's perspective in a way. And they go to this island, and they go to the um, the restaurant, and they begin this this evening where they're going to be served this menu by this by this chef, this eccentric, you know uh well-known chef and the menu as it gets laid out things don't quite go as you know a traditional menu would go let's just say and um yeah it gets pretty dark dan i know you've been i know you've been dying chomp champing is it champing or chomping at the bit chomping i think it's spelled with an a but pronounced chomping i don't well, I just don't know. chomp away Right, dude. A chop it, away on this menu. Ah, uh, this movie, man, like it, it, it. What I didn't know what to expect, but I wasn't expecting what I got. Um, and man, it was fucking interesting and really fun. Um, I'll say this: so uh, we're, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it and then Spoiler come back alert. and start listening because, uh, like, like as it goes on and. You know, the the so the first hour as you're showing who all the other people are at this at, at this restaurant, and you're saying they're all kind of shitty people, right? You know, right. you got like you, you got thieves, you got philanderers, um, you got just real rich pricks, rich shitty people, and then once you find out that the fucking uh, the chef and everyone there. Are going to fucking murder everyone, right? And so now you're throwing a bunch of murderers, and yet still with murderers and thieves and degenerates, the most fucking hateable person in that whole goddamn place was played by Nicholas Holt. Right. Oh my God. That pretentious fucking cunt. Oh my God, was he horrible? I hated everything about him. Which I mean, clearly was the was the point, and so he did such a good job. But boy, did I fucking hate him! And then later on, when you find out that he actually knew everyone was gonna die, and fucking brought Anna Taylor Joy or Margot, 
uh, her character brought her there anyways, knowing that everyone was going to die and he didn't care. It, like, God, he became even more hateable. Um, I, I loved Anya Taylor-Joy's character. She was uh, just the, the only person in the whole movie you could possibly like. Um, and, and boy, was she fucking great. And yeah, she was smart and fucking clever and uh, goddamn at the end. The way she fucking manipulated uh, Chef Slowick and fucking like just seeing the picture of him cooking up the fucking cheeseburger from when he was a right. teenager and using that and fucking just manipulated the shit out of him and got away. I was like, holy shit, this fucking girl rules. And for a minute, I was like, all right, well, she's, you know, is she going to stop and try and save everybody? And then when she doesn't, and she just she gets away on the boat, and she just kind of stops and sits there and eats the fucking cheeseburger, watching the place go up in flames. It really was just like, uh, just so beautiful to watch. <laughs> like, you know, because everyone in there was a piece of garbage. And, you know, and in real life, you don't want everyone to die. But in a movie, everyone can fucking die, and it's enjoyable. And this was enjoyable watching everyone die. They were all so shitty. The uh, like the food critic that like seemed to at least take joy in destroying fucking chefs' lives and putting them out of business, and her horrible suck up of a fucking editor, like oh. The, the three, like, tech bros that were just thieves were just horrible people. Um, uh, they, and even fucking John Leguizamo. Yeah, he he was the actor. least hateable out of all of them, and he was just a cunt actor, which I gotta say, <laughs> the reason he was there and wanting to fucking die, the chef's reason totally fucking reminded me of fucking AJ. Like, oh, your movie sucked so bad. I want to murder you. <laughs> I totally thought of you. AJ. My one day off in months, <laughs> and I went and watched that piece of garbage. That is why no, you were here. So no, you should die. Wasn't that right? Dan, Dan, based based on what we said during the break, is, doesn't that make you think of this movie in some ways as a comedy? Just right, some uh, of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like watching it, I wasn't laughing, but thinking back on of it, I. Thinking back on it, I am fucking laughing. There, there is some, yeah, very dark, dark humor that I, I, it is funny in the moment. Yeah, it felt more horror movie than comedy, but yeah, there is some funny shit, man. <laughs> I will say this movie is sometimes confused because it wants to uh, provide social commentary, but mm. I don't know that it's it does it all that well or that originally or whatever, but uh, give me one second, Marky. Um, but if the, if it leaned more into the comedy aspects, because it is very dark, it, it, I think it would have landed even more for me. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought Anya Taylor-Joy's performance was very understated and, and just, um, 
uh, well done throughout. I w- I couldn't keep my, take my eye. I mean, she's hot, but I couldn't take mm-hmm. my eyes off her. I think she was, you know, the camera loved her in that movie. Like it was just, it did, did such a good job with her as the focal point. And that was smart of the film to do that. And I love the setting and I thought the detestable characters, you know, you just learn just enough about them to hate them, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I Boy, just, I, I liked all of that. I liked, I liked some of the style of it, like how they like displayed the, the, the next course on the screen. You got to read like, and it got mm-hmm. sort of like more clever and funnier via each course. And some of the courses weren't really a course, but then they, yeah. But it's very dark. And I mean, when the guy shoots himself in the mouth, I mean, come on, that's like, that's when things got real, obviously. But yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Marky, you, you look like you wanted to jump. Yeah. In. Yeah. I wanted to go ahead and um, uh, first of all, love the movie. Um, I had been waiting for this movie ever since I stumbled across the trailer when they first announced it a while ago. Um, and once I come across a movie that I'm excited for, I don't try to follow it too much. I'm like, oh, that looks great. I want to yeah. see that. I'm gonna leave it at I'm gonna leave it at that. You know, I'll just mm-hmm. I can't really go in blind now because I've seen the trailer, but from here on out, I'm gonna cease any kind of more intake until I get to watch the movie. So I loved it. Like Dan said, it wasn't uh it, it surprised me. It wasn't what I was expecting. I knew it was gonna be, I knew there was gonna be some horror aspect to it. I thought for sure there was going to be some cannibalism going on. Um, that never happened. Yeah. Right. Um, the way that it went down, I thought it was a lot m- more intelligent and a smarter movie than I was expecting. And uh, where I wanted to jump in, AJ, is when you're talking about the social commentary. For me, the way I looked at it, um, it's like I see how you're saying that. Like they wanted to do some social commentary and they kind of went in, in and out of it a little bit funny and it wasn't always mm-hmm. there. I think it's, and you you mentioned that we're, we're kind of going through this story from Anna Taylor-Joy's perspective, which is true, but the social commentary comes from the chef's perspective. Yes, yes All these characters definitely. are there because he himself is such a, has reached such a peak in his field. And Nicholas Holt refers to, chefs as superstars and the top artists out of any field and all of that and so i think he is like he is a a true artist he's become such a true artist that his magnum opus his final piece is this dinner the Mm -hmm. menu that he puts together with these people and all these people that he's chosen for this last meal or ones that he sees wrong with society or have wronged him uh, who have killed his artistic drive that have brought him down to this level to where he's willing to kill himself and kill all Mm -hmm. these people that he hates about the world. So it's, you know, it's a, it is very dark, but the humor that goes into that is beautiful in some parts. Like you mentioned the course names, at first, they were awesome, like the way they, they have it displayed and they show the dish and they say what's on it and it sounds delicious and super expensive, stuff that we'll never have. And then later, it just gets into just being absurd. Like, what was that name? The sous chef that shoots himself in the mouth. That was... Uh, oh, you know, Jeff's Mess or whatever it was called. Jeff's Mess or yeah, Jeff's Embarrassment Jeff or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. Man, man's folly when she stabs him with the scissors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and he great. takes that. He takes that. Like he's yeah. like, go ahead, do it. And she tells a story about his sexual advances and yes. how she turned him down and he didn't speak to her or look at her for months, make eye contact for months. Eight months. Eight months. And he and he comes to her and he's like, I'm sorry. And she, and she just stabs him in the leg. Like that's his yeah. penance. Yeah, that's, man's, that's the name of the dish, man's folly. Yeah. Well, when I course. first saw it, I thought she stabbed him like in the right into the junk. Yeah, I did. I did too. I <laughs> yeah. thought I did for sure. But can I just say real quick that, yeah. like, when I was watching it and and um and they're building through the courses, I, I was enjoying it. But I think, I think from the like from the moment like Anya Taylor Joy, once you realize like she pushes back on him, and you realize that like. She shouldn't even be there, and he knows that. Mm-hmm. He knows it's some other date is supposed to be there with the guy, right? Um, that's when it got. That's when I started to really, really, really enjoy this movie, and mm. the interplay between Fines and Joy in the lead roles um, was really cool. I thought they played off each other well, and um, yeah, it's even bloody at times, and it's. It wasn't afraid to uh, to just I don't know in a way just lean into the darkness. Right. So so when it moved beyond the social commentary, like he was saying, like the focal point when the chef was sort of the focal point. Um, I love that, like when he made it more about like I don't know just how shitty the people were versus like the social commentary. I don't know when he personalized it. Yeah, I guess like was when I really, I also started to really get he's, like, he's like I'm I'm doing really this to I'm doing this to you, right? That's because what of I what really, you have done to me, right? So mm-hmm. I really started to get into it even more, and I'll tell you, by the time the credits rolled, I wanted to watch it again. I just wanted yeah. to like get in there and dig into it again because there were times where I actually laughed out loud because. Because you know, I can dig some dark comedy, you know, and I just I, I think... did too. As, as much as Nicholas Holt's character was despicable oh my god, it laughed my terrible, ass off every but time. He like, was hilarious, and he was like so blissfully ignorant of what was going on. Like right. he knew what was going on, but he was so obsessed mm-hmm. with, with the chef, and he was so obsessed which, with this. Which I gotta say, I'm I'm almost uh, slightly glad TW's not here for this episode because I gotta say, fucking foodies. Like that, yeah, mm. they, they fucking make me sick. I, 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 I agree, fucking, man. That, that amuse, is so boosh, and like uh, the fun, the enough of the food. Like, on by the end, when she's like, you know what, just fucking make something people enjoy eating mm-hmm. a goddamn cheeseburger. Like, that, that I mean, to me, that's me. Like, I, I just want a fucking cheeseburger, I don't need all this bullshit that they're all fawning over the whole fucking movie. and yeah, it, and the other things I did love is just how insanely delusional Ray Fiennes is. Like, mm-hmm. his well, yeah. whole ca- he's so crazy. He's gone. But at the same time, he but that's did when I started to love it. Yeah, he did immediately recognize that Margot didn't belong there. And like, right. he, well before I figured it out, he figured out that she was a fucking hooker. And right. she that he just hired her to come with he's, him. He's he's very smart. Like, yeah. yeah, like he, he's not an idiot, 
but he is fucking delusional. But just how yeah. fucked up is that? That this dude knew that everyone was gonna die, mm-hmm. and broken up Sorry. with his girlfriend, just gra- hired a hooker. Gets a fucking mm-hmm. escort to come like, with him. To like, die. oh, like ultimately, like the ultimate idea that someone's dispensable. Like, right, right. right. The ultimate thought yeah. that that someone's dispensable. But, it's a but, hooker. Let's just hire a hooker. To add on oh, to kind of like paying her some know? other layers yeah, of this exactly. movie, you know, I feel like everybody knows that uh kitchen staff in, in a certain way are off their rocker, right? Like chefs, uh everybody in a mm-hmm. kitchen. Yeah, uh, they a were lot like of indoctrinated staff. or something. Like they were so they worshipped him. Well, they did, but I, I just mean it in reality. Like yeah, it's yeah. just mm-hmm. kind of like it's uh it's socially known that like chefs are just fucking crazy and and he is fucking bonkers in this and the wait staff the sous chefs they are uh just they've hitched their wagon to him like are die hard literally to him it's like um, it's like intensity bordering on like insanity, yes right and, yes. and i will say like in the real world anyone that like works or has ever worked as like the manager of a restaurant or as a waiter at a restaurant is generally kind of a piece of garbage. So <laughs> I hope I, TW is not going to listen to this. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I am just shitting on him. <laughs> in, case, in case the listeners are wondering, I'm making fun of Tim since he's not yeah. here. <laughs> he used to, he was a manager of a restaurant. I will say this is this is one of those movies that's very rewatchable to me because mm. um, because especially the, the lead performances. But just well, the mystery and the story because there's the as mystery a viewer, and the humor. It was very mm-hmm. yes, it, it was it was very fun for me to piece together what was going on since we are since we are viewing it from Anna Taylor Joy's perspective. The, in the very beginning, you get the impression that uh, her and Nicholas Holt are together, but then there's a couple comments where like, well, that's a funny thing for people to say to each other that have been dating. Right. And then as soon as they get on the island, there's a misnaming of her. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. That's so embarrassing. That's weird. Maybe he's, maybe she's a friend. Maybe his girlfriend couldn't make it. Right. And they never like even like had a little peck on the lips or like a little couple right. thing. They weren't holding hands. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing and any then, of that stuff. And yeah, then just he was trying just to figure an out. Asshole to her too. Right. Like, giving her shit about smoking and like snapping at her. It's like, you right. did not just fucking snap at me. <laughs> and yes, I did. You child. You are a child. Yeah. Oh, what a cunt. But oh, put, piecing, piecing together the what 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 is going on it was very fun it was a mystery and it's you know that was a that was a fun aspect of the movie that i didn't expect to unfold yeah um, and it yeah, would be all... cool to re-watch it and know what the outcome is and see because you know that's there's little things here and there that are giveaways that you don't necessarily pick up on um while you're watching it the first time so that'd be a good mm-hmm. a good thing to have yeah, it's in, interesting in remember remember glass glass onion was about about a bunch of rich assholes too Right. But mm-hmm. all those people knew each other. In this one, the setup is like none of these people, these pairs of people, or whatever they're going to dinner, or the, the three tech guys, or whatever, none of them knew the other groups or the other people. They all get mm-hmm. on the boat, very similar to Glass Onion, go to this island, and they, they don't know their host this time, though. Like none of the people know each other. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's entirely, it's a, you're coming at it from an entirely different perspective. So the filmmaker, um, going from like the two focal points the chef and you know the prostitute was just a smart 
uh, I don't know, directorial choice or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the guy that directed this is mostly known for TV. He did like the oh, yeah, Game of Thrones under his belt. Game of Thrones, Succession. Great show. Uh, yeah, so that he's mostly known for TV. So this mm-hmm. isn't his debut, but he did a bunch of crap before this. And oh, he did uh, a bunch of episodes of Entourage. And Shameless, too, I think. Shameless, yeah. So, yeah, so mostly TV, a lot of, you know, uh, HBO stuff. And mm-hmm. now um, now this film, which I think we would all probably agree is a yeah. rousing, rousing success. I liked so, it a lot. Can I, did can, too. I, can, yeah. can I say one uh, thing? I uh-huh. One person we haven't mentioned yet, and I think we should talk about a bit. I think is, all of them have um, we could talk about. It's it's, I fucking love Characters her. Characters are great. Um, her name Hong Chow. The actress who played Elsa, like his kind of fucking uh, what I guess, number two, the maitre d or whatever you want to call her. Yeah, she was fucking awesome, like super intimidating, Creepy even though she's like this ways. small Asian woman, and just like the way she'd fucking whisper in people's ears, and like she was fucking scary and intimidating, like. She was fucking excellent. I loved that character. Mm-hmm. The, speaking, whole, the whole bread of, thing. And she's yeah, like, yes. she's like, all right, I want some bread now. And she's like, no, no you cannot. No. Yeah. <laughs> no speaking, of whisper, speaking of West whispering, what do you think the chef said in Nicholas' right. character's ear to make him go hang himself with his own tie? So I'd, I, um, I've been Did wondering about that for a long time. he say go hang yourself? He, so he, uh, Nicholas Holt was too. super obsessed with him. Um, mm-hmm. Nicholas Holt uh, apparently we find out knew that they were all going to die but he was so obsessed he still had to have this meal and he didn't care if he was going to die didn't care if he brought someone there to die i mean if, if out of everybody nicholas holt's the most crazy person there um mm-hmm. and yeah, you know what's his name uh chef slovak is has divided the people the the um the kitchen staff and the customers you can die with us or you can die with them and um, this isn't my own idea. I stumbled across this when kind of looking at, at other people's uh, reviews and thoughts on this movie. But somebody mm-hmm. thought that maybe he could have whispered into his ear, "You don't deserve. You don't deserve to die with any of us. You don't deserve to die with the customers or mm-hmm. with the kitchen staff. You aren't. You aren't either." And so he went and just hung himself in the back. Yeah, see, that's the thing. He could have just said, "Go hang yourself," and he probably would have done it. But he also just said, you know, like, you, you actually know nothing about food and you're, you know, a terrible chef. And maybe he still goes, kills, goes and kills himself. Yeah, I love, I love, so, I love, I love what you're saying though, Marky, because like, yeah, that's what it was all about. Like, you're either with us or you're with them. And if you're with mm-hmm. either, you might as well just go hang yourself. And he, and he wasn't right. Like DP was even mm-hmm. that, that my, what I said wasn't my original thought. Like I, I read that from someone else, but with, I think it built ah. on what DP was saying too. Even um, when the guys ran off when they had said, go run off and they're going to get chased. Yeah, he didn't he even didn't immediately leave. go. He didn't even immediately go. Like, yeah, he no, wasn't okay. with anybody. <laughs> and he was telling him, he's like, go, go. He's yeah. Like, you go. too. He goes, but, you too. Uh, but yeah. when you say that, the, the fact that, that his, response to not being either one was to go hang himself yet fucking Margot, her response to not being either one was to get on a fucking boat and leave you yeah, know like she she convinced him she wasn't 
either side either. Didn't and yet she... she was able to take a fucking cheeseburger to go and fucking get in a boat, you know? I think, I don't think she, I mean, yes, she did manipulate Slovak into, into yeah, yeah. getting in, into getting too. into getting to that place. But I, I believe when she asked, she's like, can I get this to go? I think mm-hmm. Slovak 100% knew what she was doing. And he, he, he was, he agreed. Like, yes, you can go. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you don't deserve to be here. Yeah. And, you're, you're not either one. Yeah. But, and, and she was happy with not being either one. He, on the other hand, uh, was so distraught about not being either one that he needed to go fucking hang himself. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. distraught, distraught, distraught about not being, you know, mm-hmm. oh, uh, he was... accepted by his idol or whatever, you know? The whole time he's like, did, did you see me? Is he mad at me? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he's so worried. About I just that. want to talk to him. Maybe I could just get a word with him. Oh, and then remember when you got called in the kitchen? Oh, what did you eat? You got it. You got to You got to You got uh. You got to eat something in the kitchen. What was yeah. it? Protein or veggie? Protein or veggie? <laughs> like, it's, it's really, dude. You, he yeah. was so obsessed. So obsessed. Uh, you know, crazy. The, the, the beginning of the movie starts when they're on. They they get on that boat and they get they get fed these like oysters with this foam or whatever. Yeah. And Nick, uh, bef- right when they get served, uh, Anna Taylor Joy reaches for one, and Nicholas Holt does that thing where he like, like smacks her slaps hand, her hand, yeah, and then goes to take the photo. Uh, yeah, and it's just you know, Ugh. oh my god, like those people. Yeah. Which right, the um the tortillas scene right. brilliant was fucking absolutely brilliant yeah the, the the fact that they had tortillas already with the picture of him taking pictures of the food like laser was fucking tortillas. yeah and I love that after everyone's food. crimes were fucking right, put right. on these tortillas that was brilliant tax fraud yeah. I love when the the first act of violence when the guy shoots himself in the mouth. Yes. Right. He puts a gun in his mouth, <laughs> and then even Janet McTeer's character is like convinced that it's part it's of the play. act. It's, this is a yeah. play. This is yeah. drama. Oh, this is all a show. It's all a show. It's all a show. Yeah, yeah. It's been squibs and blanks, and yeah, right. You knew it wasn't. I mean, Jesus I, Christ! All the characters, all the tertiary characters, the other auxiliary characters, they were all mm. great. Her, her suck up that was just like yes. We are eating the ocean. Like everything yeah. she said, he just repeated he was, it. Hell he yeah! Up. He, he oh. ended up he ended up winning like a treat for being the last one to get caught when they <laughs> yeah. all ran away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a laugh out loud moment for me because he accepted right. it. He was like, right, yeah. yeah. It was a lot of comedic elements. If you just you know, if you just allow yourself to sort of like uh, get get sort of like uh i don't know swept away yeah. in the comedy like it's there was the, a lot of it there was a lot of it to be mined the uh the fake the fake coast guard uh person yes. that came on board and said like, hey great. is that the actor and he's like you know my favorite movie and then he tells him something about the <laughs> it's sun the, the, the one movie that made him yeah. fucking want to get and then, and then the camera, the camera yeah. pan to ray finds and he had yeah. this look on his face like, and yeah <laughs> john lucas was like looking right out and like see it's not that bad right see and then tell turned, the movie's good <laughs> turns out the coast guard guy is just a plant and like it was oh. the chef just fucking with him yeah god yeah. it was, that was good great. stuff good stuff and so that, I didn't, that was i didn't know how much i was going to enjoy this and, uh-huh. and i really 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 i really like this one i really yeah. really enjoyed it there, there was a lot to I'm, like in it yeah i'm with you i like that i do think 
like you said, there there seemed to be kind of like a battle within the movie of whether or not it wanted to be like a horror movie or a dark comedy. You know, like, because there was lots of like horror aspects to it of like, you know, the fucking them running off and getting chased and like that scene in the chef's fucking cottage and all that, yet the, it was very much a fucking, like, this black satire as well. So, yes, uh, yes like, uh, it, it felt like it was trying to be both instead of completely leaning into one, which, I mean, it actually might have made it a little better. But, I, again, I, I don't know thinking, if... Just thinking. Like, if they leaned into one, would it have been better? I'm not sure. I, I think maybe they did find the perfect balance for it. But again, it's one I want to watch again and see if I can kind of put my finger on that part of it. You this, know? I think this is a rare movie where it doesn't need to be pigeonholed into a specific genre. Like right. they, they go in and out of these different types of genres and, and they made it work. It's that's hard. Maybe it was intentional. Maybe they had different versions. Maybe this, you know, I don't know. Um, but guys- this the way it came across it I, I felt like it was really well balanced yeah i thought it had good balance too it in a way i didn't see it as horror i thought i saw it more and there was violence in it but i wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't horror that scares you it was right horrific horrific right, but it's more like the you know they're trapped in a room with the people that are going to they know they're going to yeah, get killed yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. trapped with their killer and you know you there's guys... that feeling to it and have you guys ever seen uh, Ready or Not? Have yes. not. I that that looks great. I've never watched it though. I, that's it the is. one where the the new bride gets brought to the family that ends up being crazy as fuck. And they super start wealthy. and they start hunting her. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm reminded of it. I guess because it's sort of like a, one of those blends, right? Mm-hmm. It's like got that like action horror element, but it's also really funny at times. Right. And it's and it's trying to be funny and and it is, uh, but also you, can be did, pretty scary. Yeah, but did you did you like that, Marky? I liked it. I liked it. I liked it a fair amount. Yeah, um, so you it, know, it, it was it was interesting. A lot like this one, it was pretty unique in what they try to do with like this blend of genres and uh-huh. uh, good, interesting characters and a bit yeah, of a I mystery. The lead of, was good. The mystery yeah. of what is going on. And it yes, was it was yes. fun. Uh, there was a great payoff too at the at the end of Ready or oh, Not. Oh, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, I love the ending of it. And I thought Samara Weaving, who played the lead there, mm-hmm. I thought she was awesome. Yeah, I don't know she if she's was hilarious. Much I haven't been paying attention, but she and did just, really well. Just as like the thing was unfolding and you're realizing what the, the mystery is being solved or whatever. Right. Yeah, it was kind of cool. A little but, bit of supernatural that, in there, right? And that's what I think. Yeah, supernatural. I think, Marky, you were saying like. You were enjoying like as the mystery was unfolding in the menu, like yeah, like I like figuring it out. it out, yeah, yeah, and and I thought that was a cool aspect of it too, is like the layers sort of got peeled back in this film, and mm. you started to understand just the sort of deep shit these people were about to be in, <laughs> right? And then as they start to realize it, and the and the and the um the mood in the room just 
completely changes. Yeah, it yeah. just completely changes. And you know, you know, you get the one guy that lost his finger, and he's he's it's he's not miserable. a joke anymore at that point. Right, yeah. right, right. It's not a show. They all know it's not a show anymore. Right. Once they all realize it, the the movie takes a turn, and it becomes even more interesting. You know. A couple things I want to talk about too that I want to get you guys uh, input on. Um, and Ray Fine's character makes a comment near the end of the movie when he's like got them all and he's about to kill them. He says that none of you have tried to leave. He's like, you can leave. And, and at the none end, of you tried that hard. Yeah, yeah, none of you tried that hard. You can leave. The door's not locked. I think he even said. And at the end, when they kill him with the uh, the s'more s'more burn fire bonfire they're not even tied to the chairs i don't think they're just sitting there letting them put the things on them to like kill them right Um, they could have ran from the fire none of them did they all sat there with their fucking chocolate hats and marshmallow fucking and some of them some of them even had looks on their face like they were like they accepted it bring it on i know that's that's what i mean like totally it was was weird like the characters i liked there there was there was enough there was enough backstory into these characters. They were interesting and all diverse. And then you can find out that they're all super shitty. And then they all kind of come to this realization that we maybe need to deserve to die. It was like with them not running away, besides the time that they were told to run away, they just kind of half ran off. Think of it this way. He constructed this menu in such a way to get them to that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, with the with the tortillas and everything, like all those little elements, to get them to that point where they would just right. accept their, where they would just that accept. Was, yeah, that was all part fate. of the menu was to, to get accept, them to accept it. Yeah, to accept their fate. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was they stuck the landing in this movie. That was one right. of the yeah. major things. The and ending, the ending was terrific. Right. Another yeah. reason why he was so thrown by Margot being there was like his plan was to get everyone to accept the fact that they're going to die you're right now you got this other person in there he has no idea who it is she could fucking throw the whole thing off which he was clearly worried about from the beginning and, and, he, and she almost yeah, did almost and did he, and then he says that she got point. the out and took it and said fuck all y'all he, and he i keeps, don't blame her which he keeps saying that to her the, i think expectations like, there Time, yeah. He says, uh, "Who are you?" And he said, "I'm Margot." He's like, "No, you're not. No. I'm, I'm, you're not a Margot." And then he I've says, "I don't know Margos. you." He said, "I don't. Yeah, and I don't know you, and I don't know what to serve you." Is what he keeps like referring, yeah. to, trying to figure out who she is. He finds out. He finds out eventually that she's a service worker, uh, night walker, and mm-hmm. he. But he's like, uh, he, like on her side. You know, he he relates to her. Yeah, um, because she's in the service industry, and them. all the people that he actually invited, he had them all pegged, but he didn't have right. her pegged because she right. wasn't actually yeah. invited. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he had them all pegged, and they all deserved to die. Yeah. He knew them all, which again is which made him fucking hate Nicholas Holt's character there, Tyler, oh my just God. as much as the audience did. He Everybody he, hated him. He said fucking he was in correspondence everybody. with Nicholas Holt for months. Yeah, <laughs> I love. You I knew love, you're coming here to die. Yeah, I, love, I love Taylor Joyce's reaction when she realizes he brought her there jumps to die. Jumps across the table. She jumps across the table. And the table. Yeah, punches him in the face. I love that. 
I love oh, that, that was visceral, yeah. just a visceral reaction to someone doing that to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And how, ah, yeah, what a great. fucking nut Nicholas Holt, like knowing, mm-hmm. walking into that himself and also bring, because he said he already paid for another plate and he needed a plus one because yeah, he couldn't dine there alone. Yeah, you, you had to go, you had to bring, you had mm-hmm. to have a plus one, you had to go yeah. pairs, at least pairs. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, and then real quick, if we talk about some of the other characters, uh, the the super wealthy dude that was the, the philanderer, uh, he, mm-hmm. he's like, "How many times have you been in my restaurant?" And he's like, "I don't know, four, three, four times." He's like, 11 times." Eleven. <laughs> he's like, "What did you have last time you were here?" He's like, he couldn't name a single thing, and then the wife was like trying to tell him, "She's like, God, it was God," and it was it was to it was, ended up being hell no halibut. halibut it was halibut it was halibut. Um, and then which has- again I get being shitty like I I've only been to like really really nice restaurants a couple times in my life right and I can fucking tell you exactly what I got at every fucking one of them like right. when you go somewhere special you should fucking remember it yeah, and him, you should him, savor it you know to him he just went there because he was rich he didn't care yeah. what he ate yeah he didn't give a fuck he went when- there because he could yeah, there was exactly. Uh- the uh, the assistant for John Leguizamo. Um, yeah, I felt bad for her. He, she was like, "I don't need to be here." And he's like, "Where'd you go to school?" She's like, "Brown." Brown. Did you have any <laughs> student loans? That no, no. Like, you, oh, deserve you, you deserve his. You deserve it. See another comedic element right there. Yeah, yeah. they they would Real sneak those joke. in. They kept sneaking those yeah. in throughout. Those, yeah. you know, little things. Um, and 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 I thought I thought they played it for comedic. Um, effect really well. I um, wasn't take. I wasn't trying to take the movie seriously with some of the social commentary, but when they used it for comedic effect, I was all in. Right? Yeah, for the, sure. The the three fucking tech bros there. Yeah, uh, that the whole part bros, where they're like, "Oh, we can get you fired!" Like, how dare you talk to us that way? <laughs> and then you turn. It turns out like their boss was his angel investor. Yeah, for the, for the restaurant, and they just—they all watch that fucking dude get murdered right in front yeah. of their faces. Yeah, yeah. had the angel, angel with wings, his angel wings on, <laughs> and yeah. they slowly lowered him into the water. But yeah, those three dudes were, yeah, just absolutely awful. Yeah, I don't too. even know like, the I, actors. I wanted never, them to die. Seen, those are guys the, I've never seen. The, the, yeah, the I didn't know any of them either. The Hispanic guy uh, pops up in Broad City, or oh. did pop up in Broad City? Okay, okay, okay. I haven't yeah, I watched Broad, wow, I haven't watched Broad City in forever. But okay, that's interesting. Um so but I he think was, they oh all... the, the Hispanic guy was also in um uh DP's favorite movie of 2022. Um Weird Al. He he played Pablo Escobar in Weird Al. Oh, that's right. That's where I fucking knew him from. Okay. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, this dude looks familiar. That does, I, 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 thought, I thought that, like you said, Church Sherry or the auxiliary cast did a really nice job. Yeah. You um, knew just enough about them that they were interesting. Yeah. I didn't and need to know a ton about a little them. Bit in them. Right. 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 That's not what the movie is about. I didn't need mm-hmm. to know everything about them. I just need to know just how shitty they were right Right. just enough to hate them (laughs) yeah and they were all so hateable and let me hate nicholas holt a lot and i'll be happy (laughs) and the chef's the chef's story like the more that he divulged about himself was interesting like where he came from and he he had his mother there too and he killed her in the sense right and mother was the mother was just just drinking wine like like it was her job 
Right. Then she gets up I, at one point, walks across the room, grabs another bottle of wine, and bottle. back to the table. Yeah. But, but he like, also... Go for it, Mom. At one point said, like, he grew up in Iowa, and then another point said something like Ravoslavia or some yeah. other place. Like, he... Bratislava. Yeah, Bratislava or Bratislava, Iowa. Which yeah. one was it? We don't... Like, like he said both Maybe it was things, both, so. though. Maybe it was both. Uh, I suppose it could be, yeah. Maybe he's born there and then, or his name. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. You're right, DP, because I caught that too. He's, I can't remember which one. I wasn't sure what to make of it. I can't remember which one he said, but one of them he said he was like born, and then one of them he said he grew up in. I think. Mm -hmm. So okay, that makes sense. Maybe he was born. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, Yeah. but yeah, that makes sense then. Um, But overall. I had a great time watching this. It's uh, it's like an, on, man. it's like an hour and forty five minutes too, so mm-hmm. it doesn't overstay yeah, its nice welcome. Tight, tight it movie. plays yep. it tight, yeah, brings it in, and um, like I said, it could have wasted time like with stupid flashbacks so I could get to know these other characters better. Please don't mm-hmm. do that to me. Just right. yeah. <laughs> show Give me, me enough to about. hate them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I think I think that that served the movie well in my mm-hmm. opinion, and. The two leads took center stage, and they did. They both did a terrific job, and I think they were well deserved of Golden Globe nominations. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, one one more thing that I have written down that I wanted to mention that uh, cheeseburger that he makes at the end, which mm-hmm. he says, "I want a, I want a goddamn cheeseburger," and it looks so fucking good when he's preparing ah. it, and he's like squeezes down the ground beef, and then does the cracked pepper and salt, and then has like these thinly sliced onions that he sprinkles on it and flips it over. And when she says, "I want American cheese," and he says, "What is this? The best cheese for cheeseburgers? <laughs> the only cheese that doesn't emulsify or something, or I forget what he says. Doesn't break yeah. down, slid or something. I forget what he said." Yeah. But yeah, when he's preparing that cheeseburger, and you can see him making it with like love, and that's what she had just given him shit about. Like mm-hmm. this food isn't made with love. Like this is yeah, she fucking so so beautifully manipulated him. Yeah, like God, it was brilliant, brilliant. But then, but then he His knows. staff he, was he even it. watching, like enraptured, watching yeah. him as he him. makes this cheeseburger, watching him cook, watching him prepare something. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and then uh, yeah, when when she takes one bite. And she's like, mm, my eyes were bigger than my, than stomach, my stomach, which yeah. was hilarious because Anya yeah. Taylor Joy looks like a goddamn alien. Yeah, with a her, twig. Yeah, with, with the eyes on the side of her head. Um, and then he, I think he knows. Like he's got like a little twinkle in his eye. He's like, Yep, I'll get this to go. Yeah, you, 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 you can may leave. Be. Yeah. 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 Which by the way, so what was that? It Touché. was that was that him? Uh my thought was like. Uh, perhaps she, like the way she manipulated him was to remind him of what he actually did love about I fucking being yeah, a chef. The, uh, they had that conversation earlier where he's like, do you enjoy what you do? And she's like, not anymore. And he's, she says the same thing. He says, right. not anymore. And her reminding him of what it was he loved about cooking and you know like him saying like oh i can't remember the last time i wanted to cook for someone right this time he wanted to cook that for her and it reminded him of that and so he kind of rewarded her by letting her go is that you know i I can see that that? yes 
I, in, in a way, I think that you know what is also I think is great is is that cheeseburger was a perfect addition to the menu mm. because I think he was able to like finish what he started after having that moment where he was able to cook something again where he you know what I mean he had that last moment of cooking with love and he yeah, was like okay exactly. I can go I can go now I can finish this and it gave him sort of like the the courage or not the courage but like the um uh, I don't know what you want to call it the resolve to finish mm-hmm. it and then he finished yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I think the cheeseburger was like a great addition to the menu. A late mm-hmm. addition to the menu. So I don't know. It all I I I loved I loved how they did that. I thought it was there was a lot of like poetry in the film. I thought you yeah. know, there was a lot of poetic moments. And that ending was 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 one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta tell you guys, like I really, really enjoyed this. I, I know I've said it already, but um and I and I've already mentioned there was some, just some poetry in this film that really like I agree that that's that just sung, it just spoke to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really, really, really like this. I can't you know, say I can't, I'll say I'll say this. This is one of those movies that um now talking about it after watching it. Has made me like it more. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. how that happens. This is one of those ones where now that we've talked about it for what almost an, almost an hour now, I fucking like it even more than when I yeah. ended. And I loved it when it ended. So yeah. yeah, you know, you know, this movies that like we have in our rotation that we'll just like watch periodically, right? You know, it's one of those again. kind of films where it's mm-hmm. rewatchable. It's quotable. Which yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you know, speaks to me a lot. Like if I, you know, those scenes where you get that quotable moment that just yeah. you either laugh out loud or you just resonate with. And yeah. and that's what a lot of the moments in this movie. But, right. But it all it all the movie comes together so well that yeah. you know it's just very watchable. Rewatchable. You know, I was looking forward to this movie. I said that. I did not expect to like this movie or regard this movie as highly as I do now, I did not expect this for this movie to have so many things for me to kind of question and want to talk about. Like I said, it was when I got done mm. watching this movie, I wanted to text you guys right away. Like, Hey, what'd you think about this? What'd you think about that? Mm. Cause I, I had uh, questions. I had curiosities of what some of this stuff meant. Um, not that it's, I mean, it is it is deep it's not incredibly deep but there's there's just enough it's not trying too hard but there's just enough of a sub layer of continued kind of mm-hmm. mystery and discussion in it that it was a, a simply well done i mean it's it's not you know it's not a uh, movie of the year it's not knocked out of the park but by a lot of it 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 did so many things so well that it was very surprising to me and maybe that's a lot of it it's like i was just surprised about how good it actually was and, and, coming on a hulu movie and just really well casted and let's not forget ray fines is an amazing actor yes that, 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 that does dude, lend a lend a lot of power to it he is an amazing actor ray fines on yeah. a taylor joy nicholas holt's no slouch either he's he mm. usually he usually plays a uh you know, um, 
a, a, a co-star or what have you, but Dr. Hank McCoy. Yeah. Um, he's always in the background. Um, he played his part. He played his part oh, so well. He was so fucking hateable, man. Yeah. Oh, so hateable. I've never seen so him good. Go, I've never seen him play that role, and he killed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really you know, killed it. There's, there's some yeah. there's some people that you know are an asshole. And they play the asshole. Like I've always thought he was like pretty sweet looking dude, like nice guy. Yeah. But goddamn, what a douche. Yeah, he did it so well. He was like he was sort of the glue to this film. Like he just. He brought all those parts together. I don't know. Somehow mm-hmm. his douchebaggery just like and and it's just complete obsession. Yeah. Right now. And and like feigned blissful ignorance because he was not ignorant. He knew what was going on. Yeah. Right. So God, I could talk but about yeah, this that movie whole, for another hour. Right. The 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 whole you know, kind of thing about fucking star worship culture and his yeah. like how fucking far he went into it and uh, God, he was good so, you know did a, he did a great job yeah I'm, yeah I, 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 i've already said one last thing but one last thing can i say one more thing one more thing <laughs> um can i finish can i finish <laughs> okay the finish. uh the s'more the last the dessert mm-hmm. the, the the description that ray fines gives when he's talking about the s'more Oh yeah, and the assault I, on the senses oh, or whatever right, how he describes it. And I wish, I wish I had that. That's another thing to talk about before I go into my last little bit. But the the script in itself and the dialogue and the choice of words was like one of you guys said poetry, and that's mm-hmm. accurate. Like yeah. a, like just the cadence and the words that was chosen were chosen for this dialogue is perfect. So when he's talking about the s'more. He talks about the marshmallows and the chocolate. And he talks about them in a way that it's like uh, capitalist greed and just poison for your body. Mm. But when mixed with heat, it makes this delicious memory of family or something like that. And it was a beautiful little speech. And that's what he uses to kill everybody as a giant s'more bonfire. Right. Right. And he uses that like... How he talked to her about like, you know, remember he put the 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 candle out with his fingers and he says his hands are so like, you know, he's been in the kitchen for so long he can just like mm-hmm. hands grab, grab like a cast iron. a hot yeah. cast iron skillet and carry it barehanded or whatever, and he just grabs that fire, grabs a handful of coals, coals, and just drops it in the middle and just yeah, and that it's just it was all very poetic, right. Mm-hmm. In that sense, so and then there was there was one of the characters. It was like the food critic or something. Everybody had the little chocolate cap on their head. One of them had it showed them it melting down their face, and it reminded me of Indiana Jones when the guy's face is melting yeah. off. But she had this look on her face like she was almost in like ecstasy, or maybe yeah, right? she was just accepting it. But I don't know what to how what to make of that look on her face. But well, maybe you know again Which... another another layer of this movie. Like yeah. she yes. she was all about the show. Because, you, you know, like by the end, she's like, oh, I am now part of this amazing menu. Whereas fucking Nicholas Holt, who was the biggest fucking fanboy of them all, did not get to be a fucking part of the menu right. at the end. He was fucking hanging in the freezer alone where everyone else, you know, were the final part of the fucking menu, which really was beautiful that the biggest cunt didn't get to get that <laughs> agreed and 
You're saying that. I'm sorry. I got one more thing. Just jog my memory. There's too much. This, there's too much to this fucking movie. Yeah. Don't ever say one more thing. Just yeah. always go with another thing. Another thing. Yeah. Another thing. Another can I, thing. Can I, can I speak? Let me speak. Um, the uh, I forget I her name. Finished. You you mentioned her earlier on DP, but his number two, uh, the mm. chef's number two. Alpha. Yeah. Um, when she dies at. Uh, mm at margot's hands and yeah. which by the way the chef the yeah the chef's cottage it was being set up exactly how the kitchen but with a bed in it was hilarious that's like where yes, he sleeps yes, <laughs> um because she walks in and she's like what the fuck holy yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> but so did it not seem like chef sent elsa there or like he he manipulated her in a way like he knew that like there was something weird there that right she even said when she was dying she was like you uh, won't replace me no 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 yeah. she also said that he didn't tell me about the barrel i didn't forget oh yes. right right yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so there was something that like he put them together in that situation on purpose mm-hmm. or at least sent margo down there and maybe knew elsa would go i don't know I thought that was maybe kind of even knew yeah. that he'd be she'd be tempted to go into his house or whatever. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah. clearly they knew, or at least had a plan for if someone ever got to the radio, that the fake Coast Guard guy would yeah. show up. So, right. like, so it, was, it was all they, tightly, they did plan planned. on some of that shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of tight plan, though, this movie was tight. Like there wasn't a lot of fat on it. Like everything, everything yeah. seemed to have a purpose. Like there wasn't just like a stray little detail. Well, he even said at one point, the chef said, "We're on a strict schedule for yeah. the menu. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the all the courses to decide. Yeah. Right, all the courses had to come out on time. You know, mm-hmm. that's what kitchens are about, right? Like the timing of things and five minutes you know, till plating. Yes, chef. Right, yeah. exactly. It's all about timing. Cooking's all about timing, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, they integrated all that stuff in such a cool way. I thought, yeah, um, yeah." Yeah, big fan. Anybody got any? I'm sorry, Mark. Do you have one more thought or one, one more, more thing? One um, more thing. One final not, thing. Well, I might be jumping ahead here. Um, not that I can think of on the movie itself, but would you guys? And I might be taking some of your duties as host tonight, AJ. But would you guys uh, throw this movie into your top ten for 2022 and bump something else down? Oh God. I was um, already thinking about that. That's a this, terrific this question. Is definitely top fifteen. Yeah, for sure. Um, man, I'm not quite sure if I'd knock something out, but it is it's close, man. It's very, very. Close. I'd have to give it some thought. My ten is Prey, and mm-hmm. I love to pray, but this is such a different movie. That's why I have to give it some thought because, yeah. I will say right around that the yeah. I will right. say that the menu is more my speed than prey right. of a film, like the type of film it is. Um, right. the genre or whatever you want to call it is more my speed. So maybe, 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 Marky, maybe. Well, I think maybe, um, I, I, I'm I'm close. Looking at my list again, I think like what DP said, I'd I'd, I'd bump something else that's in my uh, eleven to fifteen. Okay. Right. Not something out of the top ten. I think that still stands strong. I don't even have eleven to fifteen, but yeah, I went ahead. I have honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't have them ranked. So 
if I went ahead and ranked them, it'd definitely be in the 15 at the very least, but might even be 11. Right. You know? Yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah. Do you guys want to want to go around and give it a rating out of five? I think we should. Yeah, Marky, hit me. Um, so I would when I was pulling it up on IMDb, they have a 10 star ranking system, and I gave it uh, an eight out of ten on there. So I guess if we're going with our uh, uh, five star ranking system, that would be mm-hmm. uh, a, a four, four and a quarter out of five. Four, four out of five. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Four yeah. out of five. Yeah. Uh, I am exactly there as well. This is a four out of five for me. God, this is the first time I think we've all agreed on a rating. I'm, I was, I had four out of five, like halfway through this conversation was my rating. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm four out of five. I, I really, really enjoyed this movie, um, as you, all you guys did, and I think we, we all found different things about it. We love too, so right. that's kind of cool, you know. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. We all had a different parts of the film that we, we you know, we were um, um, highlighting and jumping in on. So that's really cool. Yeah. So and the yeah, menu, and, guys, see it. And, and it is, the movie console, see I, the menu. It is, an, it is an hour and 45 minutes. It's not a slog to get through. It's it, it holds you the entire time. There's not anything yeah. that, uh, you know, it, it holds your attention the entire right. time. That hour forty-five, like ten minutes of that, is uh, fucking. You know the credits rolling at the end. So sure, yeah, yeah. It's like a tight, tight movie. Uh, They get right to the point. They, yeah, it's fucking. I left it. Yeah, that's well. And um, I think I mentioned at the beginning, but it's um, streaming on HBO Max right now. So HBO, that's right. HBO Max. So anybody wants to see it, jump in. It did go to theaters for a bit. That's why we didn't have it originally in our top. Uh, Correct. We didn't mention it in our top movies for yeah. 2022. Correct. Because we were too cheap bastards to go see it in theaters. <laughs> and it just released on HBO Max within the last like couple of weeks or something. Right. So, yeah. Um, so we saw it as soon as we could, guys. Sorry. But, <laughs> you know, we can always retrace our steps on our 2022 list. It don't necessarily have to be set in stone. But um, as we may see more because we haven't even gotten into 2023 films because they're not really rolling out yet. It's almost like like dumping season for films or something. Like all the crap yeah. gets sent out in January. <laughs> and um, it's good. It's, it's a good time for the movie council to try to catch up. So, yeah. 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 Does anybody else have anything they want to add, add on to tonight or, or, or jump in on? Um. Not in regards to this, maybe DP could let us let the listeners know where to find us again. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Because I'm trying to, I, I there's something else I want to say, but I already forget what it is, so clearly it wasn't that important. But what is important is our email address, which is uh, moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. Uh, our social media accounts are all at Movie Council Pod, and the other thing that's important is uh, being subscribed and rating and reviewing the podcast wherever you listen yes, to yes. us. It, uh, it it really helps us out if you're, you know, you, you give us a quick review and uh, or a rating and make sure you're su- subscribed. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate it and it totally helps us. So, thank you. Indeed. All right. So for myself, for uh, for Dan, 
from Markey for our absent CEO. Uh, wait, hey, is he? Uh, I love little children. That's what he's doing. He tonight. He's not absent. He's been here the whole time. <laughs> he just had to pop his head in the door. So for Dan, for Marky, for myself, for TW, good night from the movie council. Night, night. Peace out. The movie council is adjourned. <laughs>